Yeah, they going crazy off the walk. <laughs> you rolling too, by the way. Okay. What's good? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What you say, bro? About what? Oh, the walk song? Is that is that where she's at? No, she's not. She's in Russia, right? Yeah. I think uh, Biden just came out and said, um, somebody was saying some shit about he's about to go talk with Putin. And he was like, he don't really have nothing to talk to him about. He's like, if you want to talk about Griner, or is it Grimer with an M or N? Griner. He's like, if, if you want to talk about letting Griner go, we could talk about that, but I don't know. How you uh, feel about her? You seen her again locked up in Russia? Yeah, shit's pretty fucked up. Gotta be scary, though, honestly. Yeah. In a whole foreign country. Yeah. Their prison is probably even crazier. Like. Yeah. They're probably just doing it on some, like, political shit. Like they want to, yeah, they want to trade her for somebody. They did say that they wanted to trade her. I don't know if they actually said that, but I did hear that they wanted to trade for somebody else. Yeah. But they really probably just trying to make an example out of her, you know, because everyone hates America anyway, so. Yeah, because I think, because they, they talking about this for weed, but I seen like a few celebrities talking about like, bro, we be smoking weed in Russia. It's not Well, she tried to fly crazy. with it though. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she got caught in the airport. Well, anybody goes to jail for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But... Was she got nine years? That's that's intense. Uh, even on the weed laws and shit, I think Biden just came out and said, um, "Oh yeah, he's about to drop like charges. Drop he, charges, make it legal federally. Yeah, so yeah, anybody like, who has like um, charges against them or like, I don't know if it is if they're, they if they are a felon, then it gets dropped. Uh, like all those charges get dropped because." Which makes sense, which I think everybody was, like, worried about that because they're like, y'all making weed legal. Y'all, what about the people that have served life in jail or whatever over that? I need some money. Right. It's called restitution, I think. Reparations. Repar- I think that's more for, like... I don't know. Yeah, some of that. I think, I think it might be restu- restitution, but... Um, restitution. Hopefully they're that not lying like- about it. Like, hopefully not, they're not just saying it to get reelected. And no, I think he already... I'm not sure if it's already in place. But- uh, that's all. That's the last trick he had in his bag. He's like, bro, I got to get reelected. Let me... Let me yeah. legalize weed real quick. But yeah. but yeah, so okay, so um you said you were we can maybe start there. We were, you said you were shopping for some clothes and stuff for your London trip. Yeah. I seen that on um on Instagram. I actually seen I think Paige Joyner is going to that too. Yes, and Shaolin. Yeah. And Monet. Yeah. How'd you so how'd you get with that with that thing and what is that? Yeah. Um so basically I am a part of a well I'm signed to a I'm not really signed, but um my management uh, has a management company called RVG, and that's uh, Christopher Toon and Brian Owens, who's running that. So they had this idea. Well, Chris has a lot of, like, <clears throat> plugs, but outside of America, like in Canada and obviously in the U.K. So he's like, well, why don't I use those resources and take everybody over there? We recently found an investor who... um you know, obviously helped us out, met us halfway with that, and made it come to fruition. So basically their idea is to just introduce to another side of the world what's going on in Virginia or what, you know, partially is going on with Virginia. And, you know, a lot of people that go overseas tend to blow up once they come back or after they go there a few times, they tend to blow up once they come back to America because people see that, People, the music is good. It's just so oversaturated in America, I think, 
that nobody takes anybody serious. But when you go overseas, they appreciate music more over there because not everybody is like. And I feel like they appreciate you for longer too. Yes. Life like twenty years, like yeah. you gonna have a fan base. Yeah. So like, yep. So it's an all girls thing, all woman thing. Damn, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's okay. So yeah. all girls thing. Uh huh. And it just so happens to be Black History Month in, um, the UK this October. Damn, I didn't know that either. Me so they either. have a whole different Black History Month. Yeah. I That's didn't know that. Crazy. I mean, it makes sense, right? Uh, so wait, did your did your uh, management did they like start this show like create it or just a show that's already happening? And they kind of no, they put they created it? the whole thing. Okay, the whole thing. We got two shows out there. Uh, the main one is the one on the twenty third, but um, yeah, it's called a London Exchange, which kind of in the name like we're exchanging. That's crazy. Yeah. So is there artists from? Yeah, London so there's the four of us from here and four from over there, and we're just going to combine our talents and see what we can do. Really, uh, you said you had a, you guys had an investor for that too. So your your management is Liquid Hip Hop, right? Yep. I seen, I seen that. Yeah, that's my per, that's my manager, uh, but they have a team of Chris and Liquid. What was it like working with the investor? Like so they, maybe they just like covered y'all expenses or or something like that. Uh, it was like a partial type of thing. Like they just helped they. They appreciated the idea, and they were like, well, let me help in the way that I can. So, yeah, basically. Yeah. So did your manager kind of just find that investor or that team? So my manager, hopefully I'm allowed to tell this information, but I'm just going to, yeah. somebody will like to hear it. I'll actually, I'm going to tell it because I think people should, um, more artists should hear stuff like this. But um, uh, Brian did, which is Liquid Hip Hop, uh, Brian Owens was a part of a tech company that was researching how music affects the brain. Okay. Crazy, right? He's lived a life. Like, I, I'm, we're going to bring him up here. Um, so this guy, his name is Gary McCullum. Play, I think it's Playfair Productions is his company. Um, funded into the tech company already. So that was a relationship he already had. So he went back to him, found out he wanted to get back into the music. And he was like, well, we have this. Came up with, they came up with a whole, well, we were already talking to investors at the top of the year. So they already had a business plan written out and they finally found somebody that we weren't asking. They were asking like, how could we help? And we both had something to give. So they just showed them the plan, showed them ideas that they already had written out. Uh, showed them like projections and things of that nature and it really honestly from my understanding kind of went pretty smooth like like it was just meant to be uh, he had a tech company that was studying how music affects the brain yeah and i think they were like coming up i don't remember what he said uh, I think it was like they were coming up with a device to like mimic it or something like that. But they did like it was a whole they got endorsement from uh, Google and everything. That's crazy. So this dude's from out here. Mm -hmm. from He's Southern? from OL, from Ocean Lakes in Virginia Beach. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, so these investors they had their own their own plan. Um, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. So these tech companies they're trying to get into the music scene or no no no. So this was a guy that. The Gary McCullum had already invested into the tech company, okay. so Brian reached out to him like, "Yo, what you got going on?" And then he was like, "Well, I'm trying to get back into the music, so he ended up investing into RVG management." Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So I know we kind of bouncing around a little bit. Um, we no, kind of we kind of we kind of had the recent stuff coming up. Um, yeah. Do you want to just tell us kind of just um, coming up a little bit how you even fucking got into music? Uh, well, I grew up in church, and my whole family plays instruments or sings. So like even like my grandparents and great grandparents like like my great granddad started a church. My grandmother was directing the choir and singing in the choir. Her sisters and brothers like playing the organ, playing the drums. Hey. So it's kind of, I think I would, it's corny to say, but I really think it's in my blood to do music. And you I from just, the beach? Yeah. I know we were talking about in a text. I was, you were saying something about some country. I was like, are you from the country? Yeah, like, no, nah, 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 nah. no, no, no. <laughs> Pongo, I stay close to Pongo. And Pongo is like the country of Virginia Beach. But I'm from Green Run. Okay. So that's like, I don't know. Close to the interstate, I'm gonna fuck it. Y'all don't know. Y'all know anything about Virginia Beach? I never heard of Pungo or Green Run. Oh yeah, Green Run. When we in Virginia Beach, we go. We at the strip. I'm at the strip, or uh, we at. Uh, I'm usually. I'm, if I'm out there, I'm usually probably at the strip or um, at Utopia Fenny. Oh yeah, Utopia Fenny is Kempsville area. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's close to there. Yeah. Uh, so you're coming up in church. So I came up in church. I was singing in the choir, and then I found started playing the violin and then I started playing the bass so I played the bass for a really long time why like the whole time in school and then once I graduated I met some people I met Davin and Patrick uh Davin still makes music he goes by DVN and well I miss Chris Stassi in high school I used to play bass for him he was up here yeah, I played yeah. bass for him while we were in high school a couple shows and even after so then I just started recording because I could always sing or like hold a note. So I was like, let's see what we could do. So I started making music and people were like interested in it. I was this like, was in, in high school? This was the year like after I graduated or the summer I graduated. Okay. So, but I was in high school. I was already, I was in marching band, orchestra, and chorus. And I did drama one year, but I wasn't acting. That shit's bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I was in drama for like two years. Yeah, it was just a was cool like a class to take. Class. Yeah, it was yeah. just cool to. I learned stuff. It was pretty dope. But like, uh, yeah, I was in marching band and concert band, all that. Like, that's all I did was music. Yeah. I was on drumline. Hard. So I know. Yeah. And, and when we were in drama class, my boy got suspended for ten days because he blew in the teacher's ear, and he got suspended for like sexual harassment. Wow. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with you? That's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I just uh, started recording. My cousin, my oldest cousin, had um, he's he's always been in music. He plays drums, uh, keyboard, organ, uh, and he does like audio engineering and stuff. So I just took his equipment for real, for real. He wasn't using it, so I was like, "Well, somebody gonna use it." So I started recording my friends, started recording myself, and that's really where it came from. Do you feel like playing instruments coming up? How does that affect your like? music creating process now or and also do you do you play instruments on your music now um i think i know what sounds i think playing bass and being around instruments my whole life it kind of helps me choose my music my beats wisely because i can hear like what's missing or what's wrong type of thing because i've been part of that process so now I could hear like something's not right here or the bass is off here or the time is off here or whatever I think I just can hear more things than the average artist because I've been involved in more but I don't play bass anymore I still have my bass I probably haven't played for like a year I just Why not? 
I don't know. I don't make time for it, unfortunately. That's yeah. that's on me. But I think, I don't know. I, I'm sure I'll pick it up again one day because it's a really dope sk- skill to have. And it kind of puts you ahead of people because not ev- everybody can rap. Everybody can sing. But not everybody can engineer. Not everybody can produce. Not everybody can play an instrument. Not everybody can do that. So it would really give me a one-up on people. But I should get back into it. But, you know. Yeah, it's like a whole. It's a whole different thing. It's yeah, like it's, it's like now you're a musician. Yeah, you're not just a. Yeah, but if I pick it up, I'll be right back where I was. But it's just like, it's a lot of time that you have to put into it, and I don't, I don't, I barely save time for myself to record. You know what I'm saying? So like, that would just be. It's really about uh, what's that word? Yeah, what's it? I forgot the word. Like, um, like, like. I don't know. Just like, I mean, putting the time into it. Yeah. Really it's just like, get better at it. Yeah. yeah. Consistency or? That wasn't the word. Yeah. But I'm thinking of the word. But it's like, basically, I'm not, I need to make more time for certain things. Yeah. And yeah, sacrifice a little more. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So you graduate, you making, um, you recording other, so you recording other people's stuff first? Uh, It was, I was part of a group. Well, like a little, it was like a little group. <laughs> With me, uh, Davin, DVN, Patrick, and this dude, Nice, D-Nice. And we just were making songs together, basically. What happened so, to the group? Like, y'all still cool? Yeah, we all still cool. Well, everybody went their separate ways, but um, uh, it was just, I just knew it wasn't going to get anywhere. So I was like, yo, I'm trying to do more stuff, different stuff. This is not going to work out. So, What was the moment where you're like, I'm gonna just okay. I'm gonna just make my own music. Kind of just took it all the way serious. Um, I think it was like only like two years ago, maybe. I I think when was COVID twenty twenty? When it start? Did it start twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? It was twenty nineteen. Yeah, so I quit my job. That, COVID? that summer, yes. Or where were you working at? Um, Primo Pizza. I love that place. Shout okay. out to Bobby. He'll love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I was working at Primo. Uh, easiest job ever. And it's a pizzeria. Uh, did I say pizza already? I think so, but yeah. Whatever. They got it. They I'm got trying it. to give them a little plug in. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. got good food. Go get some pizza. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then I got an opportunity to work in the studio because I was already engineering this whole time, but then I bought the equipment that I needed, practiced, and I was like, you know what, let me get in the studio. So I got in the studio at Artist Recording Studio. Shout out to them. They're in Virginia Beach. Um, started recording there, working part-time at each one. As an engineer? Yeah. So I was at a cook and an engineer, and then I quit Primo in like, September, in like June Went full-time engineering. And then I, I, I think it was around that time I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Because I wanted to be indulged in music 100% and not just working at Primo, going home, resting, and then making music. I wanted to be breathing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, I want to be. I was telling my, I was part of this other group for like two years, I think. We were actually pretty successful. Like it was pretty cool. Like local movement is called God's Music Group. Uh, stand it stand for uh, greatness over deceptive strength, and um, 
we had a good little thing going on out here. It wasn't a Christian rap group. <laughs> the it name is like it does, the yeah. name is pretty deceiving. Okay, as as crazy as that sounds, but uh, I was telling them like, you know, we're not putting our all into it basically, and I want to be able to be living, eating, shitting, breathing this. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm kind of on the same. Like I've been talking about that recently. Like, yeah, I feel like to really make some shit happen. It really has to be like your full focus. Yeah. Like you gotta. Yeah, you you can't. I mean, it works for some people. Everybody's journey is different. Nobody has an identical journey, but the ideal is real. Like working a nine to five and then coming home, and a lot of people are not going to do. It's like it's probably like one percent of the population yeah. that's able to. It's just so draining. Right. And then it comes with the funds, like people, it's just all discombobulated, you know? So you feel like the pandemic kind of just gave you that that time? Yeah, I'm not going like, to lie, pandemic, I was up. No, me too. You're doing great. Honestly, without the pandemic, I don't even know if we've, if this would be here right now. Yeah. This is I how would, we started. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be sitting here either. Yeah, like we started in the pandemic. I got the, you know, the, the loan, not the loans, but what are they giving out? The Whatever the stemmies, yeah, all that. And the employee. I put all that towards, you yeah. Know, like I, I built the this first, space, and then I, I just reinvested all that into this. Exactly. Like, the first uh, unemployment check I got, um, a shot of music video, and I think that's really when I decided to take it serious. We were sitting on the beach one day, and I was like, "Yo, like, we need to start uh, talking to and tagging people that can actually put us in a position, and not other artists, like." A big problem around here is we perform like at shows basically. It's all artists. In it's the- all artists in the crowd, so it's like we're performing for each other. Like, I'm not going to listen to your music, and you're not going to listen to mine, which is fine because we don't like everybody's music that's out, anyways. Let's be honest here. You know what I'm saying? We go to networking events. We're not seeing anybody but artists in there. Where's the investors? Where's the people that can make stuff happen? Like, why are we all still just selling product to product? Yeah, like the meeting and investing stuff, but then also, I feel like we have to do a better job at reaching just a everyday consumer here. Yes, like we got we want we got to be at a show. We got to it's better to be performing instead of like said in front of artists, in front of just average people that want to consume music. Right, and it's like okay, right. Like that's why I think um, I like bar gigs. Like I don't think I've ever necessarily done a bar gig but like the idea of bar gigs and stuff like that weddings and other things that makes so much more sense to me than these showcases because there are people that are out and want to hear live music so if you play it right and you walk around handing your card out people have instagram people have facebook it's down a third you know what i'm saying instead of going to a showcase and usually bar bar gigs they pay uh. they come with a a, a budget like they, they, there's bars that have to have entertainment like once a month because it's part of their budget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Or like, honestly, I think good money for real, which is kind of you get you can get stuck in that phase. But like cover bands, yeah, they I, make great money. I know bars and shit. Like, yes, yeah. definitely you can get stuck in that shit like bad. Yeah. So okay, so the pandemic hits, you get the you get your stemmy, you unemployment, yeah. you shoot the first uh, the first music video. Um, well, know. it wasn't my first one. It was my second, but this was one that I put a lot into. And was that for solo? The no, solo this was for the song called "Out My Mind." Okay, because I seen honestly, I, I was looking. You don't really have that much music out. Mm-mm. I think you kind of did like one drop, kind of like 
2019, 20, you had like a little yeah, I didn't two, drop two joint EP. Yeah. And then I think Solo is your last one, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's actually how I got hip to you. Like, I remember who posted it or where I seen it, but I'm pretty sure on Instagram I just yeah. seen that video or heard that song. Like, yeah. What was, yeah, what was the thought yeah, behind that song? Uh, Nothing. Yeah. Like, I had a bar at the crib and there was a solo cup there. No bullshit. And I'm just laying there. I have the mic like this, which is crazy. It's bad etiquette. But I'm laying down like oh, in the like, yeah, like in the yeah, chair, right. like because I found this beat. I think it was no, it was like a it was a uh, Anderson Pack type beat. This was before they the before Silk Sonic was coming out. This is when I made the song, like before it was like a big, big, big thing. So I thought it was pretty dope that I was making sound, music like that, and they were doing the same thing. But so it was a Silk Sonic. I mean a. Anderson Pack type beat, but I got like an Erica Badu vibe, so I was like, I want to put a little neo soul to it, but still do what the, do what I do. So I was just laying there, and I was like, I kind of want to be on some player shit, and then I was like, solo, solo, went from there, and just freestyled, punching. Yeah, I feel like you have. I feel like you have good music for um for uh, live performances too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that's is that's what's important to me. Like I grew up in church, so everything is live. You know what I'm saying. And when I, it's funny you say that because when I first was doing performances with the group that I was in. The second group? Yes. The second, the first one don't really count. It was just something that like kickstarted it. You know what I'm saying? Just, we was just fucking around. We didn't do much. We dropped some song on SoundCloud, but uh, with God's, um, when we were performing and stuff, I'm like, we got to have a band. And some of them didn't know how to perform with a band. Well, majority of them. I'm like, what do you mean? And I never realized it was a skill that I already had because I had been around it so long and that people actually have to learn how to be accompanied by a band uh. instead of with the track. I, ne- I had no clue because, I, I, in my opinion, I think performing with a band is easier because once everybody catches the same vibe, y'all locked in and y'all could do whatever y'all want. Y'all don't even have to do the song. Nobody knows what you're about to do, so just do it. <laughs> and I feel like having a band is like they can save you. Like if you mess up, they can yeah. play some shit. Or like, yes. Kind of like. Yeah, everybody can save each other. Like you could do whatever you want up there. Nobody knows what's going on because it's not the track. But when you have something you have to stick to and you mess up, you're gonna. It's gonna. They're gonna notice it unless you are trained enough to know how to just you know keep going. Yeah. All right. So you touched on showcases too. Um, I think that's why. I, we kind of both forgot. I feel like we might have met at the Virginia Got Talent joint. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just for you. I always forget to tell guests that the water's for them. Um, um, so is that is is Virginia Got Talent like your thing? You started your showcase, or no, you just no, hosting no, that's J Rock. Okay. DJ J Rock. You know, you know him, right? I don't think so. Maybe if I seen him. He's with uh, Family Ties. Oh yeah, I know Family Ties. That's um, Kato's. Yeah, brother. I know all them. You know who J Rock is? He has yeah, a um, he has an audio company too. It was actually pretty dope. I'm trying to get him to let me be an intern because I know how to do all that stuff. I just want to do it. I I like the What do you mean um audio it, company? He does audio engineering like for so he'll set up sound systems and stuff and DJ at weddings and mm. big events and stuff like that. That seems like a uh like your entryway to get into everything. Like you said, you, you you got into the studio, kind of just working. Yeah, yeah. That. I met a lot of people that way, actually. Um, oh, wait. Let's go back to showcases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, showcases. I actually used to put them on because I didn't know of a lot of them, if there were any. 
at in like 2018 so i used to put them together and then we were all just kind of if if that was the case we would all just go in throw some bread in to get the venue this and third the last one we had was at uh origami which got shut down but they had a a huge venue in the back of fit like it's actually a club fit like 400 people i think we filled in like that's big shit if it's, yeah, yeah i think we filled in like 250 then we not do I mean, we're not doing no numbers we're not doing nothing but we filled in 250 people in there i think it, it could have hit 300 but i think it was like 250 to be modest and that was the last one that was the last show i did with them last one i put together but showcases are an important part of the journey it's just you gotta be smart about what you're doing because if you keep people get stuck doing open mics people get stuck doing showcases people will go their whole life and not get paid for doing a showcase and i feel for them but it, i'm it was a great part of my journey i went through a lot of scenes like the hipster scene the rap scene the r&b scene i've been through a lot of them with showcases i met a lot of people I feel like, oh yeah, Family Ties ran it at that the night I was there. Cause oh it's been, yeah, it's been a few yeah, nights, right? Yep, yep. Is how, how many um how many has there been? So we do like, I I've started doing them, started hosting them, uh, since January. And yeah, Family Ties did kill it. That was a yeah, that was a showcase. We do open mics now, but there's one a month. Yeah. But now the open mics are every week. Getting stuck on on shit too. That's definitely that's a real thing. Like it's like you get into this comfort zone of like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you always got to kind of be looking for the next thing or yeah. like ultimately. I mean, ultimately with this in this in like the art world, you want to be able to make a living off your shit. Yep. You want to eventually, you know. But I don't know what it is. I feel like yeah, people can get stuck locally too, or for sure. But I think it's com- they're. Com- place it they're comfortable where they are they're comfortable where they are they're okay with being where they are and some people's definition of success is different so they might really think that they doing and they are you know what i'm saying i just would like to do other things more things i guess but what's some other things you want to do i don't know <laughs> just anything i really just whatever god whatever position god puts me in and it makes sense well it's always gonna make sense if you put me in that position i just go just like i never thought about going to the uk but i'm like obviously it's made for me to go because here we are with plane tickets and about to leave on wednesday so oh this is your first time out the country too yeah first time hey like have you done any research on this um on the venue that you're gonna be at how big is this venue uh, I haven't I haven't done any research. You get there's like five thousand people out there. No hell, no, I ain't gonna uh. five hundred. Well, um, it'll probably probably be like two hundred plus people in there. That's what we're hoping for. It's still like so. It's basically we're meeting people that's kind of on the same level and a little above us out there. So it's gonna be the same type of interaction. But obviously, every person we meet is one more person that we did not know from the UK. So. I love that though. I li- I really love that. Like I've been saying that too. Like <clears throat> like there's le- like doing this. I've seen like there's scenes everywhere in every city like this of people at our level. That, like just like you said. Like right. so it's like yeah, let's connect with these people from these other scenes that are at the same level in the- as us, and that can- and then we all grow like that. Yeah. Like um, oh yeah. How so? How how close are you with uh Paige and Shaolin? 
I know they're going to. Uh, I'm not gonna say I'm super close, but every time we see each other, super love. Um, Have y'all talked about it? Like, yeah. No, I talked about it with Monet. Monet's okay. from Richmond. She's uh, she also does like. Oh, she she uh, she artist, right? Yeah. I think I did. She just perform at at scholarships show recently in Virginia yes. Beach. I yes. seen her. She's fire. Yes. yes. She had yes. a bucket. She had a bucket dope. on. Uh yeah, I think no, so. No, she's crazy. She's yeah, crazy. She's I, I, went up, I went up and introduced myself after the show. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I got a podcast, just tap in, but I probably just seen Corny or some shit. But nah, no, I'll tell her. I'll tell yeah. her. But nah, she's dope. Uh, I talked about it with her. We're like, for me, it's like. Oh, unreal. She, she's, she's pouring on that show too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's like for me, it's like unreal. Like, I don't believe it till I put my feet on that plane. I d- I Have know. You been on a plane? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I'm not a fan. And this is like a 12 hour, 14 hour flight. What? Where the fuck is the UK at? That's a long ass flight. Across the world. Because it's not even that far to Bosnia. I, I thought Let it was close to Bosnia. Let me check. Let me check. Make no, sure that, I'm it not, might not be that If it's a UK, I'm about to Google. It's probably if it's one the the flight across the ocean probably be like six seven hours. Don't lie to me. I might be lying though. Check it out. Check it out. Cause cause yeah, cause it's right there. Yeah, it's it ain't that deep in the um. Oh. Oh. How long is it? Because it's probably going to be two flights. You're probably going to have a flight from here to like D.C. It looks like, okay. Or like, are you, where are you leaving from? I'm about to type in uh, Baltimore. Okay, so you, you'll probably go straight from Baltimore to um to over there then. If you're leaving mm. from there. Nine. Nine hour flight? Mm. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's not, okay, that's less N- less hours. It's it's still long though. It's still yeah. Long. You might want to bring, I don't know if you're into the whole sleeping pills and shit. Like me personally, yeah, like I've been on planes like a lot of times. Mm. I came from Bosnia when I was four, so. Word. And I go back all the time. So I literally started, and then matter of fact, also back in the day for the most of the time, it was always three flights. So I'm taking six flights pretty much every summer, right? So it's like, I've been on a lot of planes and I still can't sleep on that shit. I yeah. hate it, yo. Like, especially walk, wait, are they putting you on first class? Mm-mm. All right, so yeah, you walk past the first class. They put that shit in the front, so you gotta walk past God. it, see what you're not getting. Head back to your seat. Um, I can't wait till I'm on the first class. Eh, like, so how long are you gonna be out there? Uh, like a week and a half, almost two weeks. That's long shit. Yeah. So you said it's two shows too. Mm-hmm. How? What days are the shows? I think okay, the first one is the twenty third. I think that's a Sunday, and then I think the next one is like. The twenty, I don't even know, like twenty fifth or twenty sixth, yeah. something like that. So that's good. So y'all got some time to just enjoy the area. Yeah, we we're trying to go to some studios. Uh, we got some mixers and stuff to go to. Then we're gonna catch some open mics out there that um, one of the girls hosts out there. So yeah, we're just gonna do a lot of networking for real. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So you you engineering people stuff. You was an engineer at the studio. Are you, are you still engineering your own stuff right now? I own my own studio. Okay, so you engineering yeah. all your all your music? Yes. Or yeah. um, um, you dropping the videos? You doing showcases? Mm-hmm. Um, I seen you did the, actually the the performance with Hourglass. Yeah, How was I that? did. I really that was that. pretty dope. I wish I I I wish I saved that for now, cause I think to I'm, do that performance. Yeah, I think uh, I'm better now. Like, but I'm always gonna say that, right? But I would I definitely would have done different music, but that shit was dope as fuck. Nah, they go crazy like. All their scenery, the how, new they, ones? how they film it. Like, I seen you, the one in the baseball field. Crazy. I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh. But the new ones that I saw, crazy. What's like, the new ones? I don't know if I remember that. Uh, It was like somebody, it was like, um, I don't know, it gave me Halloween vibes or something like that. But it was like some rock shit. But every scenery that they have is crazy. Mine was so modest. I just was like, 
I'm gonna get me a white white wall, white infinity wall, throw some graphic I mean throw some uh uh something on the wall with a damn projector and go from there. Yeah. But that shit still was cool though, like Yeah. The band was killing it. It was just it was a really cool experience. I hopefully I can uh do another one with them for uh, I'm trying to drop a project next year and like uh I don't know what I'm not even gonna say it, but I'm trying to drop a project next year. Like you know how many songs on it? Um it'll probably be like ten. Yeah. I got like two projects in the cup, but I wanna really make something that's gonna stick. You know, that's that's why I don't drop any music and I don't I've just been trying to, well, working on getting investors, and that's what's happening. So I don't want to drop anything and let it go on deaf ears. I don't want to just keep dropping just to my supporters already. It's it's still about growing, so I want to make sure I have the resources to do that. What kind of um, resources do you think are, like, uh, essential for the growth? Uh, for I think mostly because everything, mostly everything is free, like, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, stuff like that. But I think it will really be... You doing, like, sponsored ads on, on those? Yeah, platforms? yeah. Well, now, I don't know if you you could do sponsored ads on TikTok. Uh, I'm not really on TikTok. I don't think so. You might not. Uh, you might be I think to. it's, like, on some... Yeah, they got some cool... I like the rules, though. I like... Sometimes I like uninclusive things. Like, when they what made... What, to my uninclusive as far as TikTok? Or? Yeah, like the ads and the and the uh, sponsored ads and stuff like that. Because like on Instagram, when they made ads available to everybody, I don't know if y'all remember that time where everybody was like making ads about their story or about a picture they just dropped. I don't know if that mm, popped up on your timeline, I don't but I don't it was for a long time. I just kept seeing just like, people doing it for like stupid stuff. Yes, yeah. like I was like, this is awful. Like everybody was running through that shit. I, I feel like that dads are cool though. Like I've I've discovered a couple artists. Yeah. On just oh, Instagram yeah. uh, sponsored. It's really best to run them from Facebook because Facebook runs them on Facebook and Instagram at the same time. Yeah, and I think what do you have to have just like a, um, like a Facebook page? Mm-hmm. You music can't page. you can't do it from your um from like a regular page. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But you make a music page. It's really easy. But I think uh one of the main resources I need is like a a marketing company. Because they aim for permanent followers. So it's not like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, what type of music do you really enjoy? Uh, lately, I've probably been listening to uh, Drake, uh, Kid Cudi, shit like that. Okay. I don't make music like Kid Cudi. So if I was to put an ad in front of you, you might be like, oh, this is dope. Being that you do a podcast, you would probably be like, let me tap in. But outside of that, you might not go listen to the song like every day. But he might enjoy Neo Soul R&B, put it in front of him, and he'll, oh, let me go find who this is. I like how this looks. I like how it sounds. Let me go follow her. And now you have a permanent follower. They they aim for people that are interested in the same thing as you. So, like, if you're selling stuff, they're going to find people that's going to buy it versus you're just out on a limb. And just, I think it's really actually like finding like your target audience. Yeah, I was like, I was about to say it's like it's stuff that you could do on your own, but they'll do it for you. Like they'll make sure they're looking at your analytics and stuff like that, and really finding what people, what area, what kind of people. Are you looking at your analytics right now? Yeah. 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 
where are you seeing um where are you seeing the most growth around here or um dc um i think i seen some in like canada uh brazil brazil really likes other plans that's off the uh the two-pack ep or whatever um it was a couple other places, but it was kind of stuck out, stuck out to me. Brazil, I was like, "What the freak?" It hey. was they was going crazy on that song. So okay, so you you playing in church coming up? You touched um you touched on like God and stuff like. So is God like an important role? Yeah, playing an important role in your yeah. life right now. Yeah, for sure. I definitely um yeah. I'm not like a super spiritual person, but I do, I do, um I do pray. I do believe in like karma and stuff like that. I do believe in like um, conviction and stuff like that. Like you know, yeah. just keeps me grounded and guided. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Okay, so you dropping the um, the solo joint. I'm trying to remember when I seen that push out of Joel. Yeah. So, so like actually, so going back when I dropped that music video for uh, Out My Mind. After I told my brothers, like, yo, we got to target people that's going to put us in a position instead of just, you know, talking to people that's on the, doing the same thing as us. So I dropped that video, tagged him. And I think this is when he started up Airwave. And I tagged him and he commented, liked it, followed me. Uh, and I was like, on a, on a, that you, was like, like three days later. On a clip of the video? Uh, yeah. Liked it, commented, followed me. Then he DM'd me a little while later. Like, it just... So I've been talking to him since 2020, I think. I got his number and stuff like that. He talks to my management. Well, Shaolin is uh, signed to Airwave. So her and her man, her manager talks to him, you know, on the regular. But talk to him. And, um, yeah. Uh, how was that? Like, him hitting you up? Like, did that... I feel like that changed stuff for you, like, in the scene or, like... I think it changed my mind, like, the way I think about things. Like, oh, this is feasible. Like, nothing is untouchable in my brain. I don't think any of this shit is real. So I think you could do anything you want. You don't think life is real? Nope, I don't think... You one of those? Yeah. No, nah, I'm not one of the, those. We in the Matrix? I don't think no, any <laughs> look not nah, for real though. No, I don't think any it, yeah. deeper than that. But like, I don't think any of this is real. Like, I think it's all made up. So why not make up something nice, something that you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Why not just do it? Yeah. That sounds crazy. I mean, they say reality is a uh, um, you create your own reality. Yeah, it's what you make it. So. Yeah. We don't live in technically none none of us three. We don't live in the same world. Mm-mm. You don't see the world the way I see it. No. I I see the world different than he sees it. So I literally live in a different world than you. Yeah. It's like um maybe that's what they're talking about when they talk about uh, like different dimensions. Maybe we all literally just live in a different dimension. That but would like, actually be an interest interest what the fuck interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation. That would be I would have to be drunk to talk to yeah, talk about that. Know, That's too much. That's too much foolishness yeah, for me. Like, and then, then, you know, even like down to uh, how we see the world, like nothing. I mean, they say nothing is really solid. Like this is all literally just waves of different particles just fucking moving around and shit. Like yeah. shit deep, man. It's it funny, does. I don't go back to like your boy that was studying um, 
how music affects the brain. Yeah. That's deep. Like even just sound. Like yeah. sounds really yeah. are like, they were like basically the frequency and shit. Like studying like what makes good music. What makes your brain think this is good. Yeah. Yeah. What's what ma- what in this song stimulates your brain to make it think like, oh, this is a masterpiece. Uh, even on like the like the brain stimulation I was just watching, I think uh Joe Rogan had posted a clip of these guys talking about it. It was um so they said I think they're doing studies, there's like multiple studies and they're studying they basically they basically came to the conclusion that uh looking at your phone with the brightness like uh they said it's, if the brightness is all the way down it's kind of less but looking at your phone, I think they say from like 11 p.m. to 4 a.m., mm-hmm. it um, it causes depression. Something about happens in your brain how it, it, it that they say that like the brightness of the screen and during those hours it like hits you with some dopamine hit, but then it like it does some shit. So, but it basically says that people are they came to the conclusion with a study that people are getting depressed from doing that at those hours of night. Like I could see that happening. I've actually this I don't know if this relates, but I'm I just got a DUI in January. So I'm in this this rehab uh. class or whatever. Or egg. I don't know what kind of class it is. But I'm actually learning stuff in there. I'm not gonna lie. As bullshit as it is. But like that addiction is not is a is not a choice, but it's a mental illness or a sickness because like once you uh, basically, once you train yourself to rely on that, now you actually are relying on it because your brain is your brain needs it or your body needs it or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I, that's yeah. I could see how that could affect over time could cause something because yeah. you are supposed to pretty much be asleep then. I mean, it's dark outside, so you're probably used to it being. I don't fucking know. Don't ask me no questions. Yeah, I feel like life, I, I feel like life is just like habits. Yes. It's like you can you can kind of create your future with your current habits. Like um yeah, like even even what you were saying earlier like you like you felt like the pandemic really allowed you just to kind of be that full time like mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said that for too. Like I feel like yeah, when, once you do something long enough you become that. Yeah. And it just like you like a damn What's the word? What's the shit that's a butterfly is before caterpillar? Mm-hmm. It's like you a caterpillar. Yeah. Yeah. Moving around. Pretty much. Are you a butterfly? Like I think, and I was just having this conversation with my shorty. Like she was telling me how people. I mean, I'm sure y'all been through it before with somebody, but they'll be like, "Oh, you'll tell them like." I tell them I make music. This happened to me multiple times. I make music. Um, this is what I want to do with my for the rest of my life. Okay, where are you going to school? No, I don't need to go to school for what I'm doing for real. I can, but it's not a necessity right now. Or they'll be like, um, they'll be like, this is bouncing off of habits. They'll be like, oh, okay, that's cool, but what are you going to do to make money? I'm going to make music to make money. Like, I'm already doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think people get in the habit of, of the cycle of life of just being you leave school go to school or you get a job and then you leave school again and you get a job and then that's what you do you don't you don't your creativity or whatever that's not that's not that can't be your career what your your passion is that that's just a passion that's just a hobby that you do that's not your career so they have to go sit behind the computer and i think that really comes out of habits like people have to break that mindset which i mean 
I don't know. Does that make any sense? It makes sense because I, I feel like you know my my parents are like that too, and yeah. shit. Like whatever. Whenever I tell them about anything I'm doing, first <laughs> question is, are you are you making money? How much money are you making? Like, yeah. like that comes later. Like that, and I think that just comes from a world to from like it wasn't easy like that. Like nowadays, it's it's like a lot of people making money off their art. But with was social media it? and the internet. Was it not easy, or did people were were people so stuck in their ways? Maybe maybe they, they were stuck in their ways, discouraged from trying it. But yeah, I don't think there was there wasn't definitely wasn't enough people as many people getting paid off art in history. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. I've had this conversation before. I think that when music was selling CDs and stuff like that, I feel like it could have been easier for the people that are really doing this shit. What do you mean? Like. If I was in that era, I think that I would still be good. Like people that are just, meant to do it, yeah. I think it would be easier then because you won't have all these dodo heads dropping music on Apple Music and stuff like that. I guess yeah, it'd be less competition, yeah. less like well competition. Yeah, I just guess. like you know, like like even talking about earlier, I feel like less it's kind of oversaturated. Yes, less does like, but at the same time, it's 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 less ways to make connections. I mean. It must be way harder to reach the world Hell yeah. with no social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also I feel like like on what you're saying, like that kind of the pandemic did that for me too. And I think maybe for the world, like where we all have kinda of had to sit down, shit like shit shut down. Yeah, and think. It, yeah, like it really you had time to think. Yes. About your reality, your life, what you want for your future. Like when you're in that nine to five, like you don't even have time to really think about that. Mm-mm. You just like Yeah, like you stuck. Yeah. You stuck. I don't know. I got many thoughts about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> so you drop solo. Push push say fuck with it. Hit you with the follow, all that. No, this was I dropped out my out oh, my, my mind. mind. My bad, yeah. And then Oh wait, so solo came after that? Yeah. Okay, okay. Solo I mean I think it was made the same year, but I think solo was twenty twenty one if I'm Yeah, I good. dropped it December thirty first, twenty twenty one. But I made it like a year and a half before. Okay. But I dropped that. And yeah, then Push did an interview at Red Room and was like, t- told him, like, I'm one of his favorite artists in the area. I seen that. Which was dope. Uh, you know? That was pretty dope. You said, I told y'all. Nah, I was I just told like, y'all was up. I'm just trying to know the hoes going to love this. Who else they shout out? I think I remember, um, then Pharrell shot somebody out too. I think he, I want to say he shouted out Crazo and. Yeah. Did they shout out one more person? Um, FNF? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I'm sure he shouted out probably a uh, uh, pretty savage too or something like that. Okay, yeah, I think I'm, she signed by G Herbo. Sh- yeah. yeah. Did that feel? Did it? Did you? Did that like? Did that affect you? Like even getting that shout out, you know, like we, like you know, you got to believe in yourself in this shit. So it's mm-hmm. like, like eventually you do it for long enough, like you start getting these signs from the exterior world of yes. like of that it, uh, that you're on the right track. Yeah. But it first starts with you, so. How did that feel to you? Like, did it feel like pressure, like moving forward, or like? Um. Yeah, it did feel like a little pressure. Like, I gotta, I gotta put something out. You know what I'm saying? I got this cosign. What are you gonna do with it? But then I realized, like, you have time, but not time to waste. So as long as I'm working behind the scenes for something that is fruitful, like the UK trip, things of that nature, then I think, you know, yeah. But it was like, wow, now they get to see, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew, like, he was fucking with my shit. I was sending him a couple songs, and he'd be like, one time he told me, like, your pen is crazy. And I'm like, what? 
mm-hmm. coming from the man himself telling me that my pen is hard is hard is like that's dope but now the world gets to see like what i've been you know what he's been telling me which was which was cool people think like they keep they read I put cosign. People like you're signed to Airwave. You're signed to Pusha T. They they think because I be at every. Well, I get the tail end. I'm I'm riding the tail end because Wait, what do you mean my management, end? my management is Shaolin's manager. So whatever really she got going on, I get to be a part of it because I just so happen. You want to team like right. So I'm riding whatever y'all got going. On. I ain't signed no contracts, no nothing, but I'm there. I'm, I'm on right. some of these shows. So people think that I signed the airwave and push the T and stuff like that, which I think is funny all the time because they don't ever ask the question like, "How'd that come about?" or whatever the case may be. But I never, I never signed no contracts. I'm just here. So you feel like kind of when that happened, now it's like you went hard on like it was like a lot of work behind the scenes from that point. Like yeah, it just kind of make it, like I said, it made it more real, like more like okay, this can be something. No matter, I don't really know where it's going to take me, but. This could be bigger than what it is. Yeah. Because I've seen also you didn't... I don't think you dropped anything this year, right? Mm-mm. I think you posted a snippet, if, let me know if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. uh, for a song called Your Body. Is mm-hmm. that kind of you building up that the next single? Yeah, that's that's the goal. Yeah. I got, like, the concept and everything. I got in touch with the videographer and stuff. I just, like I said, got to make sure everything's in line so that way when I drop it, I don't have to double back, which is fine to do, but I don't... I know, what do you mean by double back? Like, once you... Get some more resources. You dropped a, a video three months ago. You come back and do like another campaign or whatever the case may be. I want to do a big push as soon as it drops, you know. Have everybody reposting it. Have it on blogs and vlogs. Dro- dropping and, it like the video same day and stuff? Yeah. Is that how, Did you drop a well, solo with the video at the same time too? Did I? Yeah, I think okay. so. I'm not really sure. I don't know what works, to be honest. I'll be watching everybody the way they drop and stuff. It seems like... Whatever works for you works for you type of thing. But I know a lot of people, like a lot of rappers like in the area only drop videos. They don't really drop the song sometimes. I don't know. I think I think key to it is different types of content. Like I think you're doing good like with the live performances. Yeah. Um, music videos. I really like vlog shit. Mm. Like um you thinking about any, making any other type of content like that? Um vlogs i don't like vlogs for myself because i do the same thing every day for real i i lay in bed do all my networking all my all my scheduling you know all that type of stuff and then i go to the studio you know the lights only change nothing else has changed like but people have been telling me i should do like a behind the scenes engineering thing like how i mix this song or whatever case may be which is part of pretty cool yeah yeah, which is kind of part of a I've I've written out a lot of plans of like visualizers for and ideas and just videos to do for drops and that's kind of part of one like a breakdown of how I recorded the song and how I mixed it and things like that but I'm tired of doing solo videos so that's why I haven't done any lately I'm tired of doing that shit I just want to get another song out but it's not about me it's about reaching new people so I just gotta. Sometimes I'll be in my own way. Like right now, I'm in my own way. That's why y'all haven't seen more content. I'm just in my brain. But with the UK, hopefully, I'll get into. I know we'll have a lot of content, so maybe that'll change my mind about doing more. Yeah, I feel like it's um the kind of two different 
formulas I've seen to the content. It's kind of like like us. We film content, edit it as quick as possible, and drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really like sitting on stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I also know other brands kind of in the city that they're they're the total opposite approach where they'll stack up on content, mm-hmm. and then edit everything, have everything in the cut, and then kind of have a release yeah. Which process I, for it. Like, and I think that's better for artists. Which is what I'm trying to do. I don't want to just. That's why I'm stuck doing solo because I don't have too much else to promote. You know what I'm saying? I think that's better for other artists. Once something dies down or whatever case may be, then you got something else to pop up. And once somebody, once they want more, then you got something else already ready for them. You don't got to go take another three months, and then you don't know where your fan base will be at that point. If you're lucky, like for myself, I just try to keep every while I'm not doing anything like big or whatever i just try to keep everything all my numbers the same i don't want to see them drop if they drop then i'm gonna go do something that's like gonna you know what do you mean like the numbers of your different releases just keep not like just keep all my ratios the same like for mute like even streams and instagram and stuff like that i just try to keep all my interactions Around the same mm. ratio. I guess you kind of just no cater, yeah. stay catering to your current. Yeah. At the yeah. same time, trying to grow. Yeah. yeah um, like, damn, I don't even know why I just said that. Why did I say that? What were we talking about? Um, we were talking about uh, just trying like different content stuff like that. Oh yeah. Damn, how did we get here? That's the that's the big question. We keep. I think you said, I got, no, you said nothing's real, so maybe the maybe <laughs> this is where the interview actually started. Maybe I I nothing ADHD. happened before this. I do this every time. I, I, I feel like I do too. I always do uh, side notes, side notes, side notes. That's, side that's what makes a great podcast, honestly. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but more content. I, um, yeah, I do have ideas. I just be in the studio so much. I be working so much. That's another thing. I'm just trying to get out of the fucking studio so I can focus more on what I'm doing. Like, just what do you do for uh, for fun? Nothing. If you have fun, <laughs> I don't. I haven't lately. I haven't. I haven't lately because I've just been stacking bread for this trip. So I've just been trying to pay all my stuff in advance. But uh, I like to go play pool with my brothers. Or I love pool too. Um, I like to have cookouts, even though summer's over. I like to have cookouts, sit by the fire. I just like to relax for real, for fun, and I like to just be around my my family my brothers that's really it uh how many, how many brothers you have they're not real brothers but oh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah so you're, are you only child no i got two sisters yeah. one is in the military she's about to come home and the other is like up the street from me uh, i was gonna ask you too uh are you still engineering for other people yes but i'm trying I'm, that's why i say i'm trying to wean off of it but unfortunately that pays my bills at the moment so yeah but luckily, like right now, I'm kind of, I filtered through clientele and I only really engineer people that I want to. And I'm lucky enough to still have a consistent, you know, uh, clientele, yeah. even while filtering people out. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, you got the London trip coming up, um, engineering other people, doing showcase. Are you going to keep doing hosting Virginia Got Talent? Yeah, for a little while. Yeah. yeah, I just I just like to do. I also feel like engineering and hosting is kind of part of my way to service the community, the music community. So that's why that's another reason why I do. As much as sometimes it irks me, I just remember like why I'm doing it. You know, like the open mics. I just want to you know help people 
get a kickstart. And the same thing with the showcases, get a kickstart of that's how I started. So I want to just help people get on the right track. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That that might be a fire spot to leave them at. We're like an hour in. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on or lead the people with or anything like that? Um, Are you taking like bookings for recording or for engineering or anything? Oh, yeah, always. Okay, just, yeah. you know, just DM me. I'm not too professional, but I do the required deposit. That's about it. But just DM me if you need keep some studio time. Um, shout out to RVG. Shout out to Liquid Hip Hop. <laughs> Brian Owens. <laughs> shout out to uh, Tune. Um I don't know. Shout yeah. out to Off Work Podcast. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Your body on the way? Oh, your body is on the way. Yeah. Uh, it's in the works. Hopefully, y'all still want to hear that by then. Hell nah, yeah, y'all going to want to hear it. It's a good song. It's a good song. All right, all right. Um, hell yeah, and I appreciate you for sliding. Thank um, you. Good luck on the show in London. We actually have, <clears throat> excuse me, we actually have Paige Joyner coming on the show later this year, like after that show. So, oh, yeah. I'm sure hell we're yeah. going to talk well, about that it. Actually, um, that makes more, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so. She could tell you how it went. Hell yeah. Now, we appreciate you guys for tapping in. Um, like I always say, fuck with the artist for the 757. And um, yeah, we're going to see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs>